I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frame works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration i'm kristen hetzel vacation planner world traveler disney foodie and theme park fan i'm al john go i'm the husband who's also disney star wars and marvel comics fan and together we host a disney list podcast every week you'll hear us list our favorite things about disney theme parks films shows travel Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, the Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. Gator Framework Studio in Music City. It's the Dining at Disney podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together. All walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I'm Kristen and joining me is Kat. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe and click the notification bell so you know when we share new content. We do drop two shows a week, Thursday and Monday. So make sure you check those out. Kat, what are we talking about today? Uh, Well, next week, well, not next week. When we're recording this next week, (laughs) it will be the first week of spring officially so yes, we're going to talk yay. about some spring foods some light news but mostly all of the new spring foods coming in the next few weeks i love spring me too most people think that like that i know love fall and i kind of i kind of get it my birthday's in the fall so you would think i would like the fall but it's kind of depressing because it starts getting dark and cooler, less sunshine. Like it's just kind of like leading into sadness, I feel like. Whereas spring, everything starts turning green and you have beautiful colors from the flowers. You have more sunlight. Your days keep getting longer and warmer. And it's just, it's pretty. Instead of everything dying, everything's like becoming beautiful. So I love spring. Yes. So I'm excited. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for news, tickets are now on sale for Star Wars Celebration. It is the first time in nearly three years that it's going to be happening in California. Kat, I know you got your tickets, right? I will be there on Sunday for sure. I have a ticket for Sunday. I may be there some other times, but definitely Sunday I will be there. It's going to be a real joy to be back on the convention floor. It will be my first convention since March 2020. Wow. So I'm excited to get back into it. Um, I would say if you want to go and you don't have tickets, go now. Get them immediately because they're going to sell out. It's going to happen. I think everything is when things like I noticed that with D23 tickets went Mm -hmm. fast. Fast. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you you definitely if you don't want to miss out on something, you got to you got to get it early now. 
And I think it's because yeah. everybody is just so excited about getting out and doing things and being with people and mm-hmm. getting back to all the old stuff that they're just like, I can't wait. Like I've got, I've got to have tickets today. Yep. And also it, the same, the weekend of Star Wars celebration is the weekend following the premiere episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm ready for so, that. we might be seeing some Obi-Wan Kenobi things at the celebration. We might be seeing some, um, who's the guy from Rogue One that's getting his own series? Cassie and Andor. Andor. We might be seeing some Cassie and Andor things. Diego guys, Luna. I'm excited. Right? Diego Luna? Yes. Yeah. Diego Luna. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Diego Luna touch Jabba the Hutt, you guys. That Let is, him touch Jabba the Hutt. It's going to happen. Oh, 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 it's got to oh, happen. Oh gonna happen um, i had to play a little bit of this I, music too because we love star wars so much that we're gonna talk yes, about the other shoe dropping over there it's <laughs> star wars galactic star cruiser but you know what okay. my favorite is still duel of the fates oh i didn't fates. i don't have that one queued up kills i love kills that. every time that's true so according to the new york post they uh, have an article that says how the Star Cruiser Hotel, which we know only has 100 rooms, is nowhere near selling out. It says uh, the dates through the second half of this year for the hotel, the rooms uh, are between $5,000 and $20,000. That's if you get the tricked out suite. And almost every day in August, September, October, November, and December is available. And there are many openings in June and July. So considering mm-hmm. it is now mid-March, and we were only two and a half months away from June, that's not good. That's not good. I will say they've only been open for two weeks. And I don't even know if it's a full two weeks because it's like in two-day increments, isn't it? Yes. So mm-hmm. it's like not even two weeks. I just, I, I want this to succeed. And I, I just, I don't know. I saw something online that um, somebody had posted. I want to say it was maybe on Facebook, but somebody had a tab of nearly $1,000. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of drinks in two days. But then again, it's, you know, specialty drinks can be $23. Beer, 13 bucks. Mm -hmm. $11 or more for wine. That adds up really, really quick. And they tack on the tip for every drink. It's not for the full purchase. It's for every individual drink. Mm -hmm. So I, and I bet it's 18% just like the cruise lines do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. my question to y'all is, while we're discussing this, do you think that Disney and all the influencers they invited just overdid it? I mean, they're sharing all their content. You know, that's what they wanted. But how much is too much is the the thought now I've seen it. I don't have to do it now. Because I look at it going, yeah, it, it's cool. And I would like to, you know, cosplay. It's an expensive cosplay experience to get into the story. It's super cool, yeah. though, you know, to be in there with a bunch of great fans of the parks and of Star Wars. But I feel like I feel like they gave away the cow. Like there's no. I don't know. I, see, it I don't feels, feel that way. I don't know. I just I, have that feeling. If it's a living, breathing experience, they're has to be some difference between every single experience because no one person is going to experience something the same way. True. Right. In theory, in theory, that's how it should work. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if I ride small world and you ride small world and you ride small world 75 times, are we going to have different experiences? No, but small world doesn't move. Mm -hmm. This thing has every part of it moves except the building. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's in theory, you should be able to do this over and over and over again and have a different experience every time. Is that really, is that reality? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It seems to, I, to me as they create it, you would do like you have just for an example. So you have four different 
storylines that run for each different thing. So if you're going like the route of Rebel, that they vary them. You know, kind of like when you take a cruise and you have one week, it's the Eastern Caribbean. The next week, it's Western Caribbean. And they're, they're you know, different itineraries. It seems to mm-hmm. me that they would do that with this. So that if for some reason somebody decided to book two things back to back, that even if they picked the same route, that they would get a diff- have a different ex- experience. Like there was a different kind of script. I mean, yes. Because we don't know, they but it seems with- like this. They would be with different guests, theoretically. Yeah. They would be with different cast members, theoretically. They would be on, hopefully, different missions because the missions rotate, as far as I understand it. So, theoretically, yeah, that's the way that it should be. Is the price point the thing that's making this not go so well? I think yes is the answer to that question. Uh, yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people were, you pay for less this place doesn't, it doesn't have a pool. Even a real cruise ship has a pool. That's true. I do think so, it's, I know. it's interesting in the New York Post here. It says overpriced in their description of it. Um, there's no, there's really nothing to compare it to other than an actual cruise. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the closest thing. You know, so, and that is the closest thing. A cruise meets escape room meets cosplay story, you know, so. Dinner theater. Yeah, dinner theater slash dinner theater. Exactly right. It's medieval times with a cruise component. Mm-hmm. So in space. In space with Star Wars <laughs> and lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, you're right. That's how unique this is. I too wanted to succeed because I, I feel like, we need to have it succeed so, A, more people can experience it, maybe at a lower price point because they'll have some empirical evidence that you know the people will vote with their wallet, but also so we can see this move and grow and morph into different stories and different walk-around experiences and have it migrate into the parks. We want it also in the parks, y'all. Agreed. Di- you know, Disney, Agreed. Disney, Disney. Broke. A pr- I feel like Disney broke a promise and stuffed it behind a paywall, and so now the only way to do it is to to pay for for every to for your own Star Wars story, which is not what, which not is the not way they sold, the way they sold it to Edge. us, you know. Um, and they've done a lot of that over the course of the the past decade. Is they you know breaking promises, especially when you you have D twenty three and you spell it out for the fans, and then they look forward to it like us, and we pay top dollar to go to these events and panels and wait, you know, forever. And then when it comes to it, it's like, where's our sit down restaurant at at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? Oh, it's at the hotel. It's at the cruiser. Yeah. And it had, and they, they showed it with the concept art of having live music. And we, I remember we discussed it on the show. Like, does that mean they're going to have people in costume on, you know, on the ship performing that way on the ship? In the park, in the park. <laughs> in the park. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah it, it's, they decide, no, we're going to move it and charge people to, to be able to experience that. And it, it, it's a bummer mm-hmm. when they, when they do that at D23. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I think that happens more often than not. Um, well, Galaxy's Edge was also supposed to be Tatooine. So go for that. Go, go get that book. The, uh, behind mm-hmm. galaxy's edge, right. You got it right. Cat. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I right? Was <laughs> yep. it supposed to be tattooing yep. before Kathleen Kennedy yeah. said, Nope, we're going to double down on this. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Tatooine's got, there, there's a lot of stuff happening on Tatooine. There's Tatooine's, they're busy over there. So, well, they're busy. I Look, I mean, book of Boba but- Fett. Now Obi-Wan <laughs> is coming. It's like Tatooine, you know, that's the, that's a place for scum and villainy. I know. I want. I want this to succeed because I want to have them one day have the rights to build Marvel things without it being an issue because of Universal, and yeah. do a a Marvel hotel like this where you can interact with all of your favorite Marvel characters. 
And because there are so many, they could easily swap them out. You know, this this mm-hmm. time you go, it's going to be these characters. This time is this character. I mean, you could have like 10 different ones and not have the same character on two of them, you know? That's what I want to see. I want to see a Marvel one. Uh, I I will say this. If it stays this way, I think we're going to see a DVC deal. I think we're going to see an annual pass deal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that we'll see a Florida resident deal. Of course. So I'm interested to see how they're going to combat the lack of bookings because once if bookings are failing, they're not booking up, they're not full and they still have to pay all those people. I would say more than an 85% chance we're going to see, start seeing the, if you're an annual pass holder, please blah, 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 like they do for the cruises. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know what they need to do too, is that they need to offer like half price deals for return cruises. So if you liked it so much, you want to come back again, go ahead yeah. and book your trip now for Galactic Star Cruiser at a huge discount and fill the room up because you need to have repeat business in something like this. Yeah. You got to. Don't you think? Yeah, because you have a limited, you've, you've cut out a lot of people by making the price what it is, there's a lot of people that can't afford that and never will be able to afford it in but their life. But if you have a really good deal for a bounce back, then they would bounce feel like they're deal. they're they're getting more because what they initially spent for, they're getting an additional cruise at a huge discount, so it offsets it. So and if can, somebody well, had a great time and they do it again, you know, chits are. I mean, a lot, with somebody spending a thousand dollars in two two nights stay on alcohol disney's making some bank right there on that yeah and uh that that in merch if you can get somebody to stay there again if they're spending that kind of money chances are the next time if you give them hey you have 18 months to book your trip you're gonna find them booking and then they're gonna spend a whole bunch of money again because chances are if you're taking this you're not really thinking about how much money it's costing you because you're there to enjoy yourself and you're going to spend it and you're going to spend more than you know the average person staying at let's go with a moderate because we're going to go with the in-between and that's probably where the majority of people fall comfortably with their budgets is around moderate resorts you're going to have somebody spending you know, a ton of money and it's going to be worth it to have not have it in the package price, but what they're going to spend once they're there. Yeah. And I do think that seeing people actively experience the repeatability of the, of the trip is going to encourage other people to book Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. if you see someone going more than once, I feel like that's going to encourage people that it's worth not only the price, but the time outside of the park. So I, I'm interested to see how this progresses. I'm definitely interested to see how it progresses. Yeah. Deals, return points, discounts, mm-hmm. all that good stuff for sure. Yeah. And we will continue to report on this as, as like news comes out too. So mm-hmm. we will be keeping our eyes and ears. Hey, just remember Disney, if you're listening, you can always invite the team of dining at Disney to these, to these, to, to review all the food and to take advantage of everything <laughs> the galactic star cruiser halcyon has to offer. Yay. As a PSA. Uh, okay. On to some, I I'm a little sad about this news. Uh, Aristocrates is not coming back. They've gone bye-bye. Um, I love crepes. I'm disappointed, but a new treat spot will be coming. So it'll be interesting uh, to see what swirls on the water. And we'll talk about that later. Is is all about my triumph swirls on the water. They got my, (laughs) my letter that I wrote them. Yeah. Yeah. This is sounding is sounding and it looks very delicious. Oh yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, 
cat Starbucks. Yes. Starbucks. Okay. So not a secret that I'm a Joffrey's coffee girl. Everyone knows this about me. If you listen to this show, I sing the praises of Joffrey's coffee. Before I forget, TJ Maxx, go to your TJ Maxx, see if they have the Joffrey's coffee for Disney there because I found it. And then the other day they had another new blend of Joffrey's Disney coffee. And I was like, oh, must buy. Okay. I'll go on my lunch tomorrow. It's happening. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Starbucks is planning to phase out or wants to plan to phase out its disposable cups. Uh, Disposable cups make up 20% of Starbucks waste worldwide, which is a lot if you think about how many Starbucks there are across the world. Um, The company says that by the end of 2023, customers visiting any U.S. or Canada locations will be able to get their order in a reusable cup, regardless of whether they order at the counter or a drive-in, drive-through, or the mobile app. So I don't know what that means exactly, but my question is, what is that going to cost? Yeah, I already usually bring my own cups places because I'm a weirdo and I have the sensory thing, but I can only imagine that this like rent a cup program or borrow a cup program. How do you police it? How do you 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 manage it? So this is this is what happens, though. So it, this works just like in the marketplaces in Europe for the Christmas markets for glue vine. So you go up, you make your purchase and the cost is factored in the cost of the cup. So you say you pay six dollars for your drink. It includes the cup. But if you decide you don't want the cup, you can return that cup and you actually get money back for returning the cup. So like that's how they do it in Germany. Well, I keep all my glue vine cups because to me, they're something that I like to collect, but I think this is going to be the same way is, Oh, okay. So you pay for your cup up front and the only way that you're going to get a portion of that, that cost back is to return the cup or reuse the cup. So here's what yeah. they're going to do. If you're going through the drive through they're going to make your drink in a cup, like a generic cup, and then pour it into your cup when you get at the drive-through. Is that what it said? It, well, that's how I'm thinking. Because if I, they're going to reduce that, if you're well, at a drive-through, it's kind of gross to have your own cup. I mean, I don't even think that that's no, part no, of no. It. I think what it is is it's like a swap-out program. So, like, you give back yes. the used cup. You keep the new cup. You give back the used cup. They wash those and reuse them. Okay, so if but you don't also have the, yes. you can use your own personal cup. You can do that now. Where if you have a cup of your own, I've only done it in the store because the Starbucks drive-through lanes here are like seventy-five people long, and I don't have the patience for that. Mm-hmm. But if you go into the store and you order a drink, when you order the drink, you just hand them your personal cup, and they'll make it in your personal cup, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, love that. Drive through, not sure how it would work. Mm-hmm. This borrow a cup program feels to me like it would be more plastic waste. Am I wrong? If you charge someone for the cup, they're too lazy to give it to you. Cup gets thrown out anyways. Now we're, it's just the same thing, but. They're making mo- more it, money. They're yeah. making more money as a result. Yeah. It's just a justification it, for them to make more money. Yeah. Under the guise of environmentally friendly, which is Starbucks. Well, it. I mean, mean, to me, that deters you from, it deters you from throwing the cup away. Unless you have money to just, you know, waste, then, you know, somebody like Bill Gates or Oprah Winfrey or Mm. any of those kind of people, they have that kind of money. They can just go, yeah, I can throw it. it They can just throw it away and it's no big deal. But the majority of people aren't going to just be like, yeah, I'm going to throw $3 into the trash can. Well, you're throwing I mean, a lot into the trash can already by going to Starbucks. Just saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like if you're already there and you're already shelling the money out, and these are probably not to say anything bad about this because my brother and sister-in-law do this, but there's people who spend $50 on a reusable Starbucks cup. Is the three dollars for the reusable one, and then you just forget that you have to return it? Is that? I don't think it. I think it's trivial at that point. Yeah, it's just a money grab. 
It yeah. is a money grab. Well, we'll see. it'll be interesting to see how this works out. <laughs> Unfortunately, Tivana doesn't exist anymore. So I can't no. say how this would work. Yeah, because Starbucks bought them. Well, Starbucks yeah. bought them and it was fine in the beginning until they decided to shut them all down, which was just not smart on their part because Tivana was, was awesome. Yes. I liked working there. All right. Best tea. <laughs> but speaking of best, we're moving on to best bites for the sp- for spring food at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you start off, Kat. Okay. The Backlot Express at Disney's Hollywood Studios starting March 29th is getting a menu revamp. It's going to include sandwiches, the Cuban sandwich, a smoked barbecued pulled pork, a teriyaki tofu bowl, and a chicken Southwest salad. These look really good. Um, They're also going to be offering a crowd favorite. The Wookiee cookie will be (laughs) at the Backlot Express restaurant. Uh, I don't know what kind of cookies they are, but it's a delicious looking cookie with a Chewbacca bandolier and some delicious cream filling. So I'm sure that those are going to be very popular over there near the Indiana Jones Sun Show and yep. Star Tours over at Hollywood Studios. I had to just like in my brain read a map. It looks, like, out o- where it looks I was. like an oatmeal cookie, cat. It does. Well, I, I, I support that. I support that assessment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, it looks like it has the texture of an oatmeal cookie. Mm. Um, I will say that the chicken Southwest salad looks really good. It does. Both it does. Mm-hmm. Now I'm hungry. There's a, there's a little bag of plantains in the background of this photo I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And I would go there just for this little bag of plantain chips. I love me some <laughs> plantain chips y'all. Yeah, so same. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, over at Disney's animal kingdom, if you go to Kusafari coffee shop, bakery they have a marinated pork flatbread sandwich mm. which has marinated pork on top of cucumber tomato salad harissa aioli and greens with house-made chips that sounds delicious the picture doesn't i don't think does it just it no because you put the green sauce Agreed. over the the thing and you that doesn't look very well no but it, it, looks, does, it does look good but I it, mean, sounds it sounds delicious great. sounds great uh, then they also have spiced potato hand pies, fried pastries with seasonal vegetables and potatoes. Uh, looks very much like empanada kind of thing. Sounds delicious. Yes. Um, just <laughs> looking at this is making my mouth water. And I've had those African. I've had African potato pies before. They're really, really good. That's a lot of stuff. It sounds like it would be. Like samo- Samoas, Samosas, Samosas, not Samoas, those are cookies. Samosas, <laughs> right? Yes. Like yeah. with the peas and stuff, that sounds really uh-huh. delicious. Yeah, it's like a vegetable pot pie kind of hand pie. Yeah, it's good. It's so good. I love it. Cute. Uh, pizza, pizza Fari has a flamingo badge cupcake. This is a coconut cupcake with exo- exotic fruit filling, coconut frosting, White chocolate pearls and white chocolate flamingo badge. Very cute. This is part of, they've got Wilderness Explorer Cupcakes. So this is part of like a series of cupcakes. If you head over to Flame Tree Barbecue there, you can get the Dragonfly Badge Cupcake. It's a pink lemonade flavored cupcake with a strawberry compote filling and topped with lemon frosting and dragonfly medallion. That sounds delicious. Yes, it does. If you are all about your dinosaurs. You can get a dinosaur badge cupcake at Restaurantosaurus. This one is a chocolate cake with cookie cheesecake filling. Wow. Chocolate frosting and white chocolate dinosaur badge. All of them are available if you like to mobile order. I like the sounds of the first two. The chocolate one sounds, you know, more like your everyday kind of cupcake, but pink lemonade and coconut cupcakes, you don't see those every day. So I, I like this, the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you need some coffee to go with this, you can go to Dino Bite Snacks and get a cold brew iced coffee, which is very nice. They also have a cold brew coffee ice cream float. That sounds even better. Yes, please sign me up for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
uh, one of my favorite spots on property in Orlando at the Barcelona Lounge at Disney's Coronado Springs in the <laughs> Destino Tower. Yeah. We'll be featuring live music on Wednesdays and Thursdays. That's awesome. nice. you can build, yes, yes, yes. And you can build your own gin and tonic there uh, while you listen to Spanish guitarists. I am 100% in support of this. Yes. Um, Barcelona Lounge is beautiful. If you haven't been, I recommend going immediately. I am excited about a build your own gin and tonic. That is not something and you see very often. It's like a bucket of gin and tonic too. Oh, I like that. You can't see what I'm doing with my hands if you're listening to this, but it's like literally like it's a, a fishbowl of gin it's a, and tonic. It's a cauldron. Oh, nice. Yes. It's a, it's a mini they're enormous and they're delicious. Fishbowl. Ah. You know, the last time I heard the word fishbowl used with a drink, have a nice day cafe. Oh, boy, yeah. does that date me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the days we used to hang out and have a nice day cafe and share a fishbowl. Mm. Oh, That's any- when I was doing live remotes, Kat, for, for our alternative rock station when I used to work there. Yes. So I used to go down there and be like, hey, it's Alton at the Have a Nice Day Cafe here, 9 p.m. Be sure to come out for all the great drink specials. And, of course, I'll be playing some great retro alternative rock for you. <laughs> Here at the hard, uh, Have a Nice Day Cafe, almost at Hard Rock Cafe, the Have a Nice Day Cafe. I went there quite a bit because other people wanted to go there, not because I really wanted to go there. Sure. The drinks were good, yeah. but I just, I am not, I am not the 70s, like that, that no, but it whole. Was, it, but it was, we went during 90s time because, you know, they would do oh, the Have no. a Nice Day Cafe during 90s night and they'd play like Pulp Fiction in the background. No, and, see, no, we were there when it was just everyday. Everyday 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. On to Port Orleans Riverside French Quarter. Kat, what do we got there? <laughs> oh, at the French Quarter, at the Scat Cat Club Lounge, you can get a trio of Mickey-shaped beignets served with red pepper jelly, pimento cheese, and Greek goddess dressing. Dust, wow. Wait, what? Dusted with powdered sugar. What am I reading? Well, what? Got, um, yeah, the yeah, the Mickey shaped beignets, red pepper jelly, yeah. pimento cheese, and Greek green Has goddess three dressing. I so I have, have between seven and nine questions right now. <laughs> First of all, why? I have so many it, questions. It is strange that they're using this as a bread service like this. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Oh, man. I like whatever. the sound of the red pepper jelly. Yeah, the, but red, I don't, the red pepper jelly, but pimento cheese with the beignet. It's weird. Hmm. Oh no! Green sauce no. would have been good. Green goddess yeah. dressing. What is that, gang? Uh, like the is the dressing on a cob salad is green goddess, isn't it? Is it? I thought it was just like guacamole and and no. Blue I think I think I think it's green goddess. Yeah, green goddess. Oh, geez, I don't know what that is. Green goddess dressing, salad dressing, typically containing mayonnaise. Sour cream, chives, anchovy, tarragon, lemon juice, and pepper. Yeah, it's. Oh, dear. <laughs> it sounds way worse it, than it tastes. It tastes well, no, good. The green, I'm sure green goddess <laughs> tastes great on, on a, a salad, but to put yeah, it on a beignet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be. That's what I was thinking. It's like a vinaigrette, creamy vinaigrette style, like yeah, dressing. It's aioli. And I just, I don't want to dip my beignet in that. Red pepper jelly, so far best thing uh, op- option for dipping with Maybe. that. I can, I could do oh, that. Boy. Oh boy, this is strange. We'll see. Sweet and spicy is always good together. The other <sighs> ones, I don't, I don't. I try no. it. That's weird. That is weird. <sighs> okay. I agree. No, 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 no. The they also have something that sounds a little bit safer, although who knows? Is <laughs> excuse me, an oyster beignet po', po- boy. Okay, I take that back immediately. I thought it was just a regular po'boy. Mickey-shaped beignet with fried oysters, lettuce, tomato, Cajun remoulade, and house-made pickles served with potato chips. They're reaching, guys. They're reaching No, here. I totally go for that. No. Really? Yes, no. I would eat that. I, I like fried oysters, and I could see the sweetness from the beignet being a good contrast to the other the flavors. Spicy, well, spicy I don't know. savoriness. 
Yeah, I don't know, but I think I think this is a this is a play to use beignets as just regular bread. <laughs> yes, this is just it's really... getting to that like that like state fair like mm-hmm. a little too weird. But if I've had a couple of drinks, I might say, "All right, you know." Well, now that you're talking about drinks, here we go. I know. <laughs> where's, the, where's, the, where's where's the hand grenade when you need one? Oh. Uh, the Bebop Bloody Mary combines vodka, spicy Bloody Mary mix topped with shrimp, andouille sausage, and celery. <laughs> they great. They also have a syncopation shift featuring vodka, rum, mango rum, melon liqueur, pineapple juice, and a glow cube. Oh, I'll take that. That's a yes, lot of alcohol. The Bond family's bourbon peach tea with bourbon peach knobs and fresh fruit sweet tea. Oh, so yeah, they want to knock you on your butt with these drinks and then convince you to eat a beignet with cheese on it. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, this is Bourbon Street, y'all. This is Bourbon Street, if I've hey, ever heard just one. As long as it doesn't smell like Bourbon Street, we're all good. <laughs> exactly. It's Disney. Indoor plumbing and mm-hmm. um, uh, somewhere to sit. I'm. It's fine. It'll be fine. God, it's so it bizarre, man. This is that's probably been the strangest menu that I've had the pleasure of hearing on this show since the inception of it. Stranger it, than blue shrimp? Yeah, stranger than blue shrimp. Because <laughs> blue shrimp at least is surrounded by the context of a Star Wars galaxy far, far, far away. That's and true. here this that's is true. like Let's just put a beignet with everything. See, but right. think in a galaxy far, far away, you still can get Asian food. True. <laughs> Apparently. True. Um, on to other bites. We have over at Old Key West shrimp fritters. You can get those at Olivia's Cafe and the Girling Suitcase Libations and Spirits. So I like that. Oh, that it's nice. it it is to support sustainable seafood initiatives. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh as we know, Victorian Alberts. We'll be reopening. Um, let's see. What else is here? Disney Springs. You got that, cat? Oh, here we go. Spoils yeah. in the water. Yeah. Here deal. we go. Yeah. This is yeah. all, all you, cat. My letter. <laughs> they got my letter. Kristen, I'm very sorry. I know you love crepes, but selfishly, I cannot have a crepe. I can have Dole Whips for days. This <laughs> place was made specifically for me. I did write a strongly worded letter. I'm glad that Bob Chapek received it. Um, <laughs> you better write more than if he listens to you. Maybe other things can <laughs> change. So, hey, Kat, let, get him on the horn. Stat. Let's go. Let's, Let's do go. It. Let's do it. <laughs> so on March 15th, which was last week, Swirls on the Water opened uh, at Disney Springs on the Marketplace side near the bridges. They are serving a cornucopia of Dole Whip flavors that include Dole Whip lime and habanero soft serve nachos. That's right up my alley. Holy smokes, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Waffle cone chips, Dole Whip lime and habanero soft serve, mango boba pearls, tahini, raspberry sauce, and whipped cream. I can't have the chip part, but the whole rest of it, yes, please, twice. (laughs) Yes. I will Um, take it without the, with no nachos, please. Yeah, yeah, just in a cup. Just hand it to me. Just let me put my head under the dispenser and just... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Also, they have a 50th celebration cone, which is Dole with lemon and cookie dough soft serve swirl. So blue cookie dough and lemon swirl. Wow. I can't have the blue one, but I can have the lemon one. We love lemon Dole Whip at Abominable slash Adorable Snowman's Snow Cone Shop here at DCA. Mm-hmm. I was yes, hoping- 10 out of 10 when I looked at that and it saw blue was that it was either blue raspberry or cotton candy. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of disappointed. It's cookie dough, but okay. I have some questions about it because it's soft serve, right? So does it have chunks? Doubtful. I want to know. Probably not. I wouldn't. I think doubt it. So right? how, no, how would you, that, that, that the, would the, clog up the machine. Yeah, the, the machine, the machine's hard exactly. enough. Just ask McDonald's about that. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. You can also try a Dole Whip flight featuring all six signature swirl flavors. Heck yeah. And if you're 21 and over, like we are. This is what I'm going to go for right here. You can have a Dole Whip 
with red wine sangria. Heck yeah. Sangria float. Um, Ooh, I like the sound of that. Yes, it sounds delicious. I am super excited about this. I I have singular interests. It's not a secret. (laughs) (laughs) There's a bug in my room. Sorry. Um, That's all right. um, Super excited about this. Can't wait. Next week when I'm there, I will be having this flight of Dole Whips. You you better be texting me some pictures. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to. My dreams will be coming true. It's legit. So it's gonna be amazing. Yes. I'm gonna I'm going to live vicariously through you. Uh, (laughs) Local Green Orlando is a new food truck that has now rolled into Disney Springs. We talked about it last week. Yes. And Mm -hmm. they have nutritious and delicious, like the Monstra shrimp burger. Bubba Sparks vegan pulled barbecue pork pork sandwich. uh, Vegan pulled barbecue sandwich. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, Lota street corn. I love street corn. So, Kat, did we tell you last week that our little girl, Boo, loves is experimenting with new words? And she says... It's delicious. Oh, she loves. Oh, you tell me that. Yes. That you told you. me. Okay, I she says. love. Oh, I love her. I don't know her yet, but I love her. Oh, she she can't wait. She. To meet you. <laughs> Alja was trying to get her to say nutritious delicious and nutritious, and I could get her. To do it. She tries, but nutritious. Unless she says it by itself, <laughs> it comes out. It sounds really weird when she puts the two words together. She, <laughs> she's a good mimic, though. She's a good mimic. She's getting there. She understands. Yeah, I, I have a fear that when we take her before <laughs> she's three and we go, that they're going to think she's probably four because her vocabulary is just, she's just way above like where she should be. Yes, yeah, full paragraph. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, she, she's, but she tells <laughs> full stories and everything. It's, it's pretty crazy. But hey, mom and dad like to talk. So happens mm-hmm. it could be drugs it could be drugs it could be it could, <laughs> it be. could be drugs she's just talkative it's she's fine talk. it's fine yes it is fine now if we can she's, get she's we can just get like jack her jack. mommy well then. if we can get jack jack to to get along with it he makes up oh yeah his not speaking is made up by all of her advancement <laughs> r2d2 and C-3PO. baby angels there you go all right i'm sorry <laughs> derailing the show here we go never Next up Oh, okay. Let's go to Disneyland at the Red Rose Tavern. They have begun serving breakfast again, which is great. Mm-hmm. You can get the Beast Breakfast Burger, an Angus Patty, bacon, orange marmalade, egg, and arugula, arugula <laughs> on a toasted bun with a side of potato bits, which are just tater tots, in case you're wondering. Okay. Uh, you can- that sandwich doesn't even look real. It's like just it looks fake. Perfectly everything <laughs> is like perfectly portioned. Like they took a little cutter to cut out the bun and the it's burger the time, y'all. Burger time. And, yeah, oh, exactly. Yes, it's crazy. And by the way, when do they start calling them potato bites instead of instead of barrel uh, potato barrels? Because potato <laughs> barrels is the official Disney name for tater tots. Come on. Get some consistency in the copy team. Get the no, memo. I, Did you not uh, get the memo never. team? I don't know. I'll put that in my next strongly worded letter. Yeah, put potato <laughs> barrels. Yeah, come on. Anyway, next. Um, you can also get a vegetable quinoa breakfast bowl filled with quinoa, roasted mushrooms, and cauliflower arugula. Tomato, <laughs> potato bites, and spicy lime aioli. I can't do it. I can't not do it. I have to do it every time. <laughs> that looks good to me. This looks good. They're yeah. all available on mobile order. Um, I love a breakfast, an open breakfast in a Disney park. Not always available, but always appreciated. So this is a great option. Mm-hmm. Even if the burger looks a little fake, I'm sure it probably tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure it does. It just, it, it's the portions were, yeah, it's too, too perfect. But kudos yeah, it looks to like a Play-Doh. It too. looks like a Play-Doh set made it. Yeah. It looks like an episode of Bob's Burgers. That's what it looks like. So Kat, Kat, when you dress food for for a shoot, do you dress it this perfect? 
it depends on what you're advertising. Yeah, yeah. So for so if you're doing lo- this for Disney, would you do it this way? This perfect? No, or? never, never. No. And it, uh, if if I was doing this for Disney, that egg would not be scrambled. It would be fried. There'd be egg white somewhere. Exactly. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Still looks. Remember good. that when you see food like- on a screen, <laughs> usually part of it is inedible. Oh yeah. Like yeah. coffee in a coffee commercial. Some of it is definitely glue. Like it, it is what it is, but this is, yeah, no, no. It's, it's very interesting uh, to watch on YouTube, find the photographers and videographers that do food stuff and them tell you like their secrets, like, oh, do this to it or put this on it. And you're like, yeah, you can't eat that now. <laughs> nope. No, it's no, just no. to look pretty. <laughs> it has the look of cheese, but it's not cheese. It's yeah, because sometimes it's definitely never if you see cheese on a screen, it's definitely never cheese. Although if you listen to last week's episode of Eat the Pictures, I did talk about pizza last week. Uh-huh. And about cheese on screen because they were eating a lot of pizza in that movie that I talked about. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that it's real cheese because it does not look appetizing. <laughs> it does not look good. Yeah, I was going to say, and you can tell that sometimes when you're taking pictures, you know, of your food in a restaurant, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. doesn't look, it just doesn't look good. Something just, it looks kind of gross because yep. it's it's actual food. <laughs> so it doesn't look like the pictures. Amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the friggin' beignets and the green goddess dressing, y'all. I can't. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. We got to. There we go. Hey, look. Hey, look. All right. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. We are an anchor and any of your other favorite podcasting platforms. If you'd like to support the show, we greatly appreciate it if you do. And you can do that by either donating on Anchor for as little as 99 cents a month. Or by supporting us by shopping our links. Go to diningatdisney.com and you can click on Amazon, Disney Store, or Garden Grocer. And that will just help us out just a tiny bit, which we would love. Kat, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us? You can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-H-E. As far as Dining at Disney, you can check us out at diningatdisney.com and on our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And for all your Disney, Universal, and cruise travel, you can contact Kristen at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. She'll give you a free quote and she'll help you to book. Al John, tell us about some podcasts to listen to. All right. Don't forget to check out all the great shows there. Yes. Yes. All of them, including the Disney list with myself. And Kristen, yay! We count down all the great lists. We're like watch Watch Mojo, but you know, with actual people doing stuff instead of just one person. And all things Disney. It's all things Disney, Marvel, Star Wars. Also, uh, WDW Park Hoppers with John and Sid. Those Park Hoppers, they're adorable. Also, (laughs) you can check out Tony and John, another dynamic duo there for the Disney Parks Podcast, or something like to call Disney Parks Podcast. And uh, also, Skull Rock Podcast with Dave Bossert and yours truly, me, producer Al John. Dave Bossert is the man, and we talk about Disney films, what's going on Disney Plus. We talk about Netflix. We talk about everything. And we also have some of your favorite Disney artists and filmmakers there. And guess what? John Musker is going to be on the show. So we're going to have John Musker talking about The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and everything else that he's done with the Walt Disney Company. He's a legend. So that's, Moana. that's right. More. That's right. And then also our little old cat. She's got herself a podcast called Eat the Pictures. And it's a really great bite-sized uh, podcast where you can check out all the food from all the films you know and love. So check out Eat the Pictures with Cat for Facebook fun. Don't forget to join the Source of Radio Disney Fun Zone. Our friends, the Disney dorks as well. They have a great thriving community and a booming one at Dining at Disney. So please do that as well. They're on Facebook, Kristen. 
Until next time, I'm Kristen, and with me was Kat. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times so they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next disney cruise disney park trip adventures by disney they can contact me at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com eat the pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast Every week, we look at the ways different movies, from classic horror to rom-com, use food to tell stories on screen. Food unites us all. Let's explore it piece by piece on Eat the Pictures. Stay hungry. Skull Rock Podcast. Talking all things Disney. With your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossert, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.